Yes, yes, Yo. yes, people. What's going on, boxing family? How you doing? Welcome back, everybody. This is Raps on TV, here to talk the best thing in boxing, as usual. Um, here on a Tuesday evening, and we've got a packed agenda today, and we've got two esteemed guests. Um, but before I go in to let, uh, letting them introduce themselves or introducing them, I'm going to go to my co-hosts, Sam and Tom. How you doing, gents? What's going on, people, man? Busy week. Hi, packed Jim, weekend. Exactly. Sam, Sam, Sam's, Sam's preoccupied. He's got the young lady texting him on his phone. Uh. He's not interested in us, guys. Priorities. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> Busy weekend. Uh, Valentine's coming up and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? You know, worry about that. You know quick life, one. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm married and I'm still single, man. So <laughs> but guys, um, yeah, looking forward to today's agenda. Before we uh, introduce the guests, um, we're going to obviously have a quick review of the Brook versus DeLuca clash. Um, the announcement of Dubois versus uh, Joe Joyce. Good domestic heavyweight clash. Um, and touch lightly on the Caleb Plant homecoming, homecoming in Nashville. Um, and don't forget the number to call is 01506-353955. I'll repeat, that's 01506 3955. Um, but this week we've got two guests. Um, one is one of our infamous callers doing American accents, Mayweather Wilder. Always terrorizing <laughs> Wilder, actually. Um, looking forward to getting his uh, views today. And the other is an esteemed uh, coach within the boxing game, um, gone on to top, uh, train some top level fighters from Chisora to Buglioni, to name a few. Uh, we're here with Mr. Don Charles and Uncle Benga. How you doing, gents? Doing very well, thank you, and happy new year to all your listeners. Thank you very much, thank and thank you for coming on the show today. Um, My truly appreciate it. Um, you guys taking time out of your day. Um, so yeah, before we kind of get into the in depth, um, obviously, Don, everybody knows you in the boxing game, it's fair to say. Um, but just tell us what you've been up to of late. Um, obviously, it's a new decade, new year. Um, just tell us what's going on with yourself at the moment. Um, presently, I'm, um, I'm first and foremost, I'm a boxing coach, I'm yes. a fan, yeah. Um, I'm a pugilist student. Yeah. Um, I own uh, boxing gyms, my own boxing gyms, and currently I'm in process of opening an, another one, nice. which um, should be open in the next um, sort of um, six weeks. Wow. Because um, I, I want to be able to... Uh, this one's going to be more of an academy where I'm going to train people how to become trainers i get a lot of requests on the internet yeah. online young people asking me how did i get into boxing yeah uh, being and a boxing coach yeah well. being yeah. a boxing coach yeah. and um uh, it's obviously very apparent that it's an industry where there is no in in the sense that uh how do you get into it mm -hmm. so i want to use my experience of how it was purely like i said i, I started um self-trained and I just realized there's a lot of young people out there who would like to, um, you don't have to be a fighter or such, you would have had some kind of experience yeah. in boxing, mm -hmm. then um, if I can do it, basically, as long as you have an intro, I'm saying, I didn't want to say anybody can do it. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's a specialist. It's hard, yeah, exactly. but it's not the hard to the degree where you can't do it. I, I have, there is a way, and yeah. I want to build an academy to be able to educate people first and foremost, and then, um, there's so much that's going to be happening with that academy. Yeah. There's a lot of things I want to introduce in, within the boxing industry. There's a lot of things that's missing that yeah. I believe uh, I can play a part. And that can mature the sport as well, because I think uh, it's a absolutely. great yeah. time at the moment. No better time than now. To yeah. make more of an industry yeah. of it. So that's good. I mean, we'll yeah. definitely look more into that. So what? just for our listeners, um, what was your journey into the road of becoming a coach? 
um, purely accidental. And it was, I was never meant to be a coach. I was a boxer, an amateur boxer. Okay. And um, when I did boxing, I did it purely because I, I enjoyed uh, the sport of boxing. I didn't do it because I believed or thought I was going to do it for a living. Being a Nigerian background, yes. my father, it was unheard of. Um, I'm a doctor, engineer, lawyer. The typical from the typical uh, African uh, parents. Yeah. Um, they, I'm the first, especially being the first born, the yeah. responsibilities. Okay. Yeah. And um, so boxing was purely something I did as a hobby, something that uh, I, I enjoyed. I yeah. watched Muhammad Ali in, in mm. the, the famous um, uh, Rumble in the Jungle yeah. back in the 70s, yeah. and I was hooked. Yeah. And from that moment onwards, I wanted to, to be that man. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> like I said, when I, when I actually participated, when I competed as an amateur, box for Bricks and ABC, at no point did I think I'm going to go and do this for a living, mm. yeah? Yeah. It's only afterwards, when I retired from boxing, then the people who were my juniors, people like Danny Williams, yep. boxed for the same club, Spencer Fearing, yeah, boxed yeah. for the same Bricks and ABC. Okay. Mm. So when they went on to do what they did, I thought, yeah. oh my God, you know, I was actually good at this. Yeah. I could have actually done this for a living. Yeah. Then I, obviously it was too late because I'd retired uh, at the age of 29. I stopped boxing. Then I... I, I didn't do anything to do with boxing. I shied away from it. When it was on TV, I didn't watch it. I just, mm -hmm. um, it's almost like a resentment as such. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not a resentful person, mm -hmm. but I resented it because it's something I was good at and yeah. I never uh, fulfilled what, what I could have actually to. done. So yeah. I shied away from it. Yeah. 10 years later, I was missing it so much. Yeah. But obviously I couldn't come back as a fighter. I had offers to turn professional, but mm. I thought, no, um, being a typical African, I was always doing business, 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 little yes. business. Yeah, so. <laughs> money, money first, money first. <laughs> so I thought, right, maybe I should try my hand at uh, coaching. Yeah. And the, he the rest is history. I'm not going to take up your whole show by yeah. because it, it's a really long interesting yeah, no, story no, no. Yeah. and to be continued if you have me back oh yeah 100 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is just part one, one. Chance, we can do we can do a part two and part Definitely, three 100%. by the time i finish it with part 100 game of thrones edition and um don i suppose kind of just touching on that how difficult do you think the transition is when i suppose you kind of have such a love and passion for the sport then you want to turn to become a coach. Like, wh when when did you kind of realize that you were going to fulfill your potential, become a world world acclaimed uh, and elite level trainer mm -hmm. that you are? How did you kind of mold yourself into becoming a trainer as a and leaving the fight into one sure? Side? It's called uh, passion. It's called uh, determination. It's called work ethic. Um, it's um, also something called destiny. Um, that destiny only the, our maker God. Uh, we've all, everyone in this room here, there are five of us yeah. in this room, including me, um, we've all got our destinies and that, per, the, when I say person, the, the, the force, yeah. our maker, it's all predetermined, our destiny, everyone in this room, we all have our destinies, we don't, we kind of follow a certain path, mm -hmm. then if you're destined, if you're destined to be, to get to the end of your uh, destiny, your journey, and become who you will become or who you are, then that's already predetermined. Yeah. We are the drivers of every, we are treated like a vehicle. Yeah. You purchase a car, 
and you are the driver, you're responsible for that, to, to, to steer that car, keep it on the straight road, and that's your duty, your obligation, to steer that car to, to the journey where you're going driving to, whether it's home, work, it's your responsibility to drive that car, 100%. keep it on the, don't over speed, because you're going to crash, yeah, and you get a parking don't drink, and... don't drink and while you're driving, intoxicate, because it's going to uh, uh, make you not uh, have your faculties, and, you know, stuff, so therefore, you, without destiny, you have a certain responsibility to help you to reach your destiny, every one of us. Yeah, and what short-term uh, to long-term plans did you have before uh, becoming a trainer? What did you feel like you could accomplish? What was right. that? What I, was... Sorry to no, no, interrupt no, you. No I did a market research before. Anything I go into, being a typical African, uh, um, my mentality was anything you go to do you have to research it this goes out to all the young people or your young listeners out there anything you do uh, research it first before you enter it yeah. um, I did uh, my market okay. research before I became a coach I mm -hmm. went to a lot of gyms um, to see how things were done how yeah. the coaches behaved how so I thought okay this is the how if I became a coach this is how I want to be perceived this is how I want to do things um, and yeah, and then like I said, the rest is destiny. All the things that happened to me along the way of doing this research, from me opening my first studio, um, I didn't know I was going to just bump into Derek Chisora in a petrol station. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to meet Anthony Joshua, stopping me on one of my drives to, to tell me, uncle, because he's Nigerian background, you are Don Charles. I said, he said, can you help me? I've just started boxing. That's the story again. I'm not going to expand or elaborate yeah. on that particular one. Yeah. But on the Derek Chisora one, I'm going to, I can elaborate yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, I met him in a petrol station. A friend of mine asked him if he was a boxer because he was wearing an, an Finchley Amateur Boxing Club t-shirt. Yeah. It was during the summer. He said, yeah. yes, I'm a boxer. My friend said to him, if you know what's good for you, that man putting petrol in his car, go and talk to him. Wow. Was it Uncle Benga? It's not him, but it was uh, someone of that stature, someone yeah, yeah. of... Um, yeah. And this Uncle Benga, as you yes. refer to him, he... Yes. He's the encyclopedia of boxing. Yeah, anything serious. you need to know, research. Yeah. Serious, serious. This man lives and breathes it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, he's been supporting. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows. He's very, very educated man in t uh, generally, mm. but it's his patient chosen subject is yeah. boxing. boxing. He, he, he sleeps it, eats it, breathes it, and drinks it, <laughs> and then um, and talks it. Yes. <laughs> And part-time a lawyer. Just to mention. I think anything you do, you have to be mm. meticulous with your preparation and also yeah. having short-term and long-term goals moving yeah. forward, like whether it's a two-year span, five-year span, ten-year mm. span, what you put into the sport, what you put into your craft will mm -hmm. then deliver... Absolutely, the results. The yeah. results, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah. Now, respect to you for that, because I think a lot of like boxers trainers stuff like that they don't really have that same prophecy where they've looked at the sport and they've looked at the dynamics behind the sport they've seen fighters you know and kind of raised them raised them from the grassroots tiers sure. of the sports whereas i feel like there's a connection there with like mm -hmm. you said there with the academy now setting an that's example for my, the youth yeah evolution that's my next uh thing like i said i feel very strongly again having been in the sport now for 16 years my findings are um that 
there are things in boxing in general that needs to be put in place to aid it generally, not for me personally, yeah. to uh, the way boxing is perceived, uh, I think it needs to be given a, a makeover. Eddie Hearn is doing a remarkably brilliant job Bumble. in doing so. Um, so the, exactly. So therefore, uh, uh, that's on the promotional front. Yeah. But I'm talking about the infrastructure from the infancy level exactly. to now, so that this thing we've now got it doesn't such and suddenly evaporate. Exactly. Like, exactly. Life after AJ, let's say, for instance. Yeah. 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 We don't want it to wear, it sort, it sort of yeah. evaporates. Yeah. We need to contain it, yes. harness it. Everyone is coming into boxing at the moment. Yeah. Everybody yes. wants yeah. to be a boxer. And somebody has to take that torch yeah. and let's, take it on to Let's them. make it safer. It's a yeah. very dangerous... You don't play boxing. Exactly. You can play, play cricket, exactly. football, tennis. Um, you can't. So cool. therefore, let's not mistake it that like anyone can do it. It's an art. No. An art requires to do anything to master anything we, we go to school there is a procedure you go to secondary school you go mm. to college you mm. got then you go to uni then you, should you get the, the accreditations and qualifications then you may get a job in the city yeah boxing is the same you can't just learn for six weeks and then get in a ring and fight no 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 let's embrace let's embrace i'm not ridiculing the white collar or the unlicensed and that they're all they're all people who want to do uh, be play a role in, in our it's industry for yeah. yeah. different but reasons as well. let's do it in a way that make it safer yeah yeah, yeah. because yeah. you can't play it remember yeah, let's make it safer let's yeah. let's welcome them i don't want to disregard anybody or dismiss mm, anybody exactly. yeah. let's Collectively, let's have a, some kind of a institution where it's made safer. So after all, it's all about safety. Because, yeah. like I said, you can't. It's a very dangerous thing to do. And that collaboration where you've yeah. got governing bodies, they want to make that safeguarding element a big thing. Because there's people coming through the ranks where are they are they taught they're, they're taught the art of boxing, the slip slide stuff mm -hmm. like that, but they're not taught about maybe the the real kind of deepness of the sport where you're going to get to a 14, 15 and 0 stage sure. and you're not prepared then or equipped Absolutely. for that big... Ab Absolutely. So um, that's where, like I so said, it's not just myself that's thinking like that. I speak to a lot of friends who are passionate, um, who also want to uh, be involved in such a thing. It's not... It's, I'm not here trying to change the world or the boxing. I want to have an influence into... Uh, to be able to cement this um, sudden surge of uh, interest that we have from uh, generally the whole nation is boxing and the whole the whole yeah. world everyone's like looking at boxing differently thank god to aj yeah no, definitely <laughs> big, <laughs> big up to big up to femi yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely, but, uh, absolutely touching what you said mm. uh uncle don yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can refer to um, as that. Exactly. So just touching on what you were saying mm. about like the sport we don't play boxing what would you say the biggest misconception of boxing is from the outside looking in? Right, from the outside looking in, boxing has always been perceived upon as a thuggish sport, mm. which is far from it. It oh. requires a lot of discipline oh. to be a mm. boxer. Yeah. Thugs don't survive in boxing gyms, from my mm. experience. Yeah. People who are, uh, don't have the discipline, they're coming, they're tough, they're yeah. physically tough. Yeah. They'll come to the gym, I want to be a boxer. I want to be a fighter. I'm a, I'm a fighter. Really? Okay, cool. You're not going to dismiss them. Yeah. Yeah? Then you you welcome them, say, right, this is how the procedures of our gym. There are rules and regulations within our gym. Mm. If you follow them, that's the first signs 
people who follow rules. If they don't want to take the rules of the gym, simple basic rules, mm. right? Then there's the training side of it. There's an approach, there's a procedure. So, like I said, people who don't have the discipline, they don't, they don't generally make the grade. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah so yeah, that, that's, that's basically. Fact, yeah. And so the general pop conception out there is that um, that boxing is a, a, a thuggish sport. That's how it appears when you see two men fighting. Mm. Yeah. But what we must, as a whole, um, the boxing community as a whole, what we must now do is to demonstrate that it's actually an art. Boxing is a it's a, 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 a member of the of the martial art family. Mm. Um, when you start teaching and you start breaking things down, I've written a syllabus that took me two years to write. Mm. It's mm. part one to part four of guideline how to do basic boxing. When I started to write it, even me, who consider myself as a coach, oh my God, to start to write just a basic stance <laughs> for someone to read it and understand Same. it. Yeah. Then we start breaking boxing down. We go, oh my God, there's so much... Yeah. as involved with this thing yeah mm. there's more to it than appears to the eye 100%. when you're watching it yeah. so you start to respect it more and um, a, a parent would send their child to karate before they send their child to boxing 100%. Mm. because why because there's the uniform for a start which is yeah. really funky the yeah. karate suit absolutely so a child loves that yeah. yeah right the discipline the martial art uh, instructors masters instill into their students we don't have that in boxing unfortunately so what i want to do is to inherit that or mm. take that and fuse it with bringing up young kids yeah. mm. the, the karate way the martial art way the discipline they learn when they go into a classroom mm. of a karate what do they do the first thing they they bow they bow. nod their head yes, yeah, yeah. bow their head that's a mark of respect yeah, yeah. yeah. they sit in lines, mm. cross their legs, sit down. They know how to listen mm. and not speak. Mm. Yeah, and take the instructions. The, mm. the first thing I did for my child, I only have one. Well, he's not a child anymore. He's a man. He's a big man. The first thing I did, when I first thing I did, he didn't. He didn't box. I actually didn't want him to do boxing initially. He, what I did, uh, he he did karate. Um, for like I said, the suit. Yes, yeah, yeah. I liked. <laughs> to put him in that suit absolutely then he did that he did um, Wing Chun and stuff so that's the back when he was the age of 10 that's when we now converted him to a boxer he already brought the discipline from yes. the martial art mm. yeah, that's yeah very, of very listening important. the listening skills mm. and yeah? respect as well and respect right? skills yeah? yeah so so that's what I want to uh, uh, be able to uh, uh, introduce yeah. within the, the what I'm trying to do the academy where want to use that it doesn't have to be for a child it doesn't have to be a contact sport mm. Mm. boxing yeah i think children should learn the art of boxing the discipline that comes with it mm -hmm. and not necessarily make it a contact sport yeah. at a, a certain age yes. yes that's what frightens parents of them would want their child being punched in the head at the age of nine no, six seven eight, eight nine ten exactly. yeah eleven twelve mm. right then after if you can install that into a child, the discipline that goes with the sport, I think you're going to get better fighters in the future, better students. Yeah, Because I think they're taught from an early age. Sure. Because I think before, I mean, this is just from my personal perspective, but before you even lace up a glove or even take a punch or give a punch, I think mm. you've got to be taught that foundation of sure. how to train, how to uphold that regiment, how to be able to 
uh, conduct yourself in the mm. right manner between relationship sure. trainer and fighter Absolutely. and then to then produce what you can learn from that and then take it into a spa or um, take it into absolutely. more technical elements uh, of absolutely. the sport. And do you know how many people that come into boxing as a child, by the time of the age of 12, 13, they've had never taken too many punches it's to the head. Punch yeah. drunk. Yeah. Right? Punches to the head. No parent wants their child coming over exactly. bleeding nose, no nose twisted all over the place at the age mm. of 13, 14. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we want to be able to change this. Uh, where they can learn the art of it. Yes. Mm. There's ways. All the people that go into karate, how many of them compete? They're yeah. Not very a high percentage, few, very, few. very few. So I want to teach boxing in a way you don't have to go and be a professional yeah. boxer. Yeah. You don't have to use it to go. It's almost, it's a self-defense thing. Then yes. should you continue to want to do it as a living mm. or participate mm. to represent mm. your country as an amateur, you're going to be a better student. Yeah. And mm. I think... It's strange. I do if you think, approach it on the art side of yeah. it. And even though it's the art side, which is very true, I think the what it does for society, because I think for me, I've been involved with boxing and there's so much discipline respects. Even minor trivial things, someone bumps you in my head. Mm -hmm. I think to myself sometimes, you know, I train with a guy that if you see him, he looks like a pussy. But when he's ready to fight, Absolutely. Yeah. so even those things, it just makes Absolutely. you hesitate. Absolutely. So it's that yeah. discipline yeah. rather than just going gung-ho into certain things as well. Absolutely. Most trained fighters, yeah, mm. I train one of the most dangerous men that I know. Mm. I'm his boxing coach. His name is the legendary Roger Gracie of the mm. jiu-jitsu, yeah. uh, right? Now, I train him as, as for his hands. Yeah. Now, if that man walked into this room, yeah. I'm not a bully, nor are you, nor yes, are you, nor are you. He's a sort of character a bully will look at, you know what, I just want to give him a slap, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Not knowing that this guy shouldn't actually be allowed to walk on <laughs> <laughs> He's very dangerous. Very dangerous. But guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Because he knows what he can do, Yes. he holds himself in such a way that he's confident, mm. but he's not... It's not in your face, it's I can no, imagine. No, yeah, yeah. I could imagine. Right? Because it's confident. Now, mm. what boxing and, and peop, people who do martial art boxing, when you're confident in your ability, you don't have nothing to prove. Yes. Mm. Yeah? So you don't walk around, yeah. as we say, giving it the large Anthony Crawler's a prime example. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry? Anthony Crawler, right. would yeah. I say, would be a prime example of that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So there's so many fighters that are there, they'll, they'll be the last to start any problem. When you yeah. know what you can do yes. in life, yeah, you're less likely to go and cause any problems. So that's why boxing, yes. the government kind of only stop now start to get into it. Boxing mm. should be introduced, should be made compulsory. Yeah. But but the way we want to offer it to them, deliver it, is where it's non-contact. Yeah. 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 I don't think it can work. Non-contact. Even in football, I don't know if you heard, so there was, as for youth footballers, yeah. they were preventing them doing things from like heading the ball because they were right. worried about the impact of constantly heading yeah. the ball over yeah. the yeah. years. So, yeah. so I think that's good. So one thing I did want to say, not to, just to switch subjects, because we've got Uncle Bengi here and we've got sure. to get a few words. Yeah. Yeah. So, the famous uncle. Famous, <laughs> uncle's been calling in, giving us his knowledge. But I want to talk about how do you guys know each other? How, you know what I mean? Earlier you spoke about the amount of British champions uh, Don's trained. So how proud of you, number one, of your friend being the boxing career that he's got? But then how did you guys sort of like become friends? How, mm. how long have you known each other? Um, I met Don many years ago um, through um, my late friend, uh, James Oyebola, yeah. uh, the wow. former All British uh, All-Stars yeah, James. Yeah. Um, James. So, um, but we actually m met um, 
as concerns a boxer we managed and Don trained as well, mm-hmm. was um, assistant trainer for got called Ajose Ulushegun. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, of course, um, we have a mutual passion for boxing. Yeah. We're both Nigerians. Big up! I'm very proud of what Don has achieved. Um, having one champion exactly. is no joke. To have at least six British champions. Yeah. All Don hasn't had yet is a world champion. We came close to it. Very close. Oh, Fort Klitschko. Yeah. 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 And and when the distance, when yeah. Klitsch was yes. brutalizing yeah. everybody. I, I, exactly. I, don't, I don't think anybody yeah. um, was going the distance with... Um, at that period. With um, Vitali Klitschko yeah. um, at that time. Um, you know, and, you know... D- you know the work Don has done with Buglioni. You you exactly. can't help but be. Ashley yeah. Theopain is another British champion. Yeah, yeah Ashley Theopain. Buglioni. You named them, but I I you know the story is not mm-hmm. finished. Yes, I honestly believe they're like guys Don is training now, mm-hmm. who will become world champion. Yeah. So you know. Um, watch the space and another thing um don and i uh united on yes i have a great passion for boxing but um we're proud of people like aj we're proud of people who didn't quite make it like ajoso lushegun um eddie unduku you're from ghana yes they're guys like the great azuma nelson so, yeah. who's my yeah, personal Favorite, the greatest African the professor. fighter of all time. Um, you know, I quote and guys like that. So um, I'm proud of Don and I'm proud of you guys. Anybody who promotes boxing, mm. be your promoter, a fan, a journalist, mm-hmm. a trainer, you know, you, you have my vote yeah. if you have what's good for boxing at heart. No, that second that that yeah no and um so we were talking um i'm going to take it a bit back to yourself don and talk about family mm-hmm. you spoke about your son the martial arts which is very interesting for us to know with hindsight knowing that he's now a professional boxer mm-hmm. um i guess how was that conversation or was it a hard conversation i remember speaking to you bank jr and him saying his dad didn't want him to go into boxing so for yourself as a parent mm-hmm. when he said he wanted to become pro or at least take the amateur game seriously mm-hmm. what was that conversation like and how easy um, or hard was it? Again, I practice what I preach. Mm. I, because he grew up watching myself. Um, when I opened um, gyms, he, he used to come and watch me training and stuff. Um, and naturally, he, it was in fact my brother who, who took him on the pads at the, at the age of ten. And I came back one day, said, "You know what, George? I took him on the pads today, and he was just." natural for him to throw combinations and throw punches because he's when as a you know what children are like generally they soak up what's around them yes yeah if it's yeah. good they're consequently um he, re- he was able to recognize and replicate what he had already seen yeah you know, so that's how it started again i never been my even if i had 10 children i still wouldn't want them to box because of the the danger of boxing, mm. right? And so happens I've only got one. He's not a kid anymore. I only have one one son, and that's yeah. him. I don't have any other children, and so Nigerian parent, 
education, education, mm. education. Yeah. Right? Real. So basically, yeah. that's what he uh, made him do. He was uh, studying, he was an A class student, mm -hmm. and he was excelling in his um, um, uh, studies. And there came a point where he said, You know, Dad, I, I want to box. I said, no, you're going, going to, you're going to read your books. You're going to box, but you're not going to compete. Yeah, read your books. And that carried on. And then his mother, again, pulled me and said, look, he really keeps going about He wants to fight. He wants to box. I said, look, he does, he's a good boxer. I know that, but let him carry on with his... And then one day he, as he got to... Because he was a late starter in terms of to compete. Yep. Yeah. And he started at the age of 20 and then he convinced me because again training in the gym mm -hmm. he's watching Derek he travels everywhere with us yeah. seeing Derek fight and he started to spar in the gym mm. and started to hold his own with people yeah. and um, I remember when that Anthony first came back from the Olympics he won gold obviously and uh, sparred with my George um, and it, George was actually 19 at the time and okay fine right and then he started sparring with all the heavyweights that's gone through my camp and yeah then i start seeing signs okay you know what yeah this kid can actually take it away from him being my son if he was just an individual walking to my gym mm -hmm. i'd be like yeah son sign here yes yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? so he's showing signs of uh the skill level of, his IQ level is um, second to none. He's got his IQ, boxing yeah. IQ is, yeah. is academic, but he's yeah. applying that within. And within the game. if you go mm -hmm. throughout the history of boxing, all the ones who made it, their IQ, yeah, yeah, yeah I not necessarily just boxing IQ, general yes. IQ, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they didn't do boxing, they would be successful in anything so, as they did. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's usually yeah. the more the more intellectual fighters. Yeah. They're the ones that are able to then surpass that expectation that. You, we, we, is he going to be a British champion? Is he going to yeah. be a European champion? They then a start to climb the ladder. Absolutely. So that plays a massive part. Knowing what I know now through having been a trainer, when I get a fighter, mm -hmm. the first thing I check, and there's a lot of things you check. Yeah. IQ is so important. So important to be able to take information. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. And, Agreed. You uh, know, because you got to think fast yeah. as a you got to think quick in that ring, yeah? And I think training-wise, yeah. just to yeah. go back to your question, I, I think even when you're training, when someone's throwing a combination of hooks, mm. punches, people might think that's easy, but mm. to like hear it, digest it, mm. and react. And react so, it within milliseconds. Exactly, you know, milliseconds, so, yeah. So, um, no, so going back to George, that's basically how it all yeah. started. And then he started having amateur fights. Because he, he grew up in a, a pro gym, his mm. style has always been from day one yeah. of a pro sure. style. Yeah. So I knew he wouldn't be successful uh, in the amateurs because the the way the amateur is almost like almost like a different sport mm. to the pro pro mm. sport. So um, he, I believe he had fifteen no seventeen amateur fights, and he lost three. Um, he didn't win any major honors. He was where like, was he at amateur Finchley? He, he started at Finchley and he yeah. ended up at. Um, um, knees then IQ, which IQ, is not yeah. IQ. Yes, yeah, exactly. My, my dear friend Xavier, yeah, 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 big boy. right? So basically, um, he did the uh, majority of his uh, film for Knees then, right. and then 
realizing because he started late we realized at a certain age you know this is a young man's game yeah yeah well in fact it's not a game i rephrase that it's a young man again i'm very pro boxing but i'm not going yeah. to ridicule it's not even a sport yeah it's not where yeah. i will you know this kind of sound outrageous but i'm speaking the truth um i was actually discussing this with george and we 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 came up with a name for it your contract killers <laughs> wow that's oh, powerful no, <laughs> that's good yeah that is powerful. it's not a sport what part yeah. of it is a sport yeah. it's not, i think there's a combination yeah of... what of part of it because you're competing against um, what's yeah. the main objective to, to, to kill to right kill. right yeah. so your contract killers yeah, yeah? Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I love it. I, lo I don't love the contract killing part of it, but I love boxing, yeah. what we know as boxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if men didn't fight, man, the human species, the human being, if we didn't fight, or if someone didn't come with a brilliant idea of, of, of it being, you know, the original name for boxing isn't boxing, it's pugilist. Mm -hmm. Pugilism, the art of pugilism. Exactly. That's the original name before we mm -hmm. now know it as boxing. Mm -hmm. If you go into the dictionary, it says if you're a pugilist, you're, you fight for money, you're a prize fighter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you fight for a person who fights for money. Mm. Pugilist, a person who who uses their fist yeah. to fight. It's a pugilist. Mm. So for the audience out there, do you know how many people in in the general public you ask? Do you know what pugilist is? They don't know. Some I think people should be made, people should be made aware of <laughs> yeah. what yeah. origins. It's a Latin word. Yeah. Pugil, pugil, which translates to pugilist, and pugilism, the art of of, of fighting. And my new gym is mm. called. Pug, which is an abbreviation okay. of pugilist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, so you know, knowing what I know now, is IQ plays a massive part in, yeah. a, in a, a successful fighter. Yeah. And obviously, with your son, I think um, for those of you that don't know, um, uh, George Fox has been called into camp with Tyson Fury for the one of the, I would say biggest rematch in the last twenty years. Big call yeah. up, right? Um, yeah. Big I guess. Up. How do you do? You feel is there a sense of pride when he got that call when? Are you, because obviously it says a lot what he's going to bring to the table for Fury, Absolutely. right? So what's Absolutely. your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I mean, look, again, again, being the father that I am, I I didn't make that call. Mm. Yeah. His agent, Sam Jones, yeah. um, said he's been, they've requested for George to, to be, mm. um, and, and he's very instrumental in that camp, if I may add. Oh, wow. Yeah, very instrumental in that camp. Yeah. I have sure. another fighter who's also... Um, uh, in that camp, Jordan Thompson is a cruiserweight. Mm, great yeah. 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 Okay. He's also uh, in that in the Fury camp, and the the again when you know, there's two things that happens in camps. Mm. If you're not good enough, yeah, they will send you home within days. Yeah. Like, right? Especially at that level. Yeah, no, no, at that yeah. level. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. If you're not good enough, yeah. if you're not doing the job, it's a yes. job. Yeah. Exactly. If you're not, Delivering what the need. Fury, for instance, wants yeah. needs, yeah. you'll be on the next plane back, wow. yeah. and they'll pay for it. Yeah, and okay. if and, and, and if that doesn't happen, Shane Fury will drag you out of the gym. Absolutely, yeah. So you know, um, they've been there for a duration of uh, uh, next, next. I believe they're coming back on the fifteenth, mm. uh, which is it would make it six weeks they've been in camp with Fury, and that's very promising and very. Uh, how can I put it? Um, I'm very satisfied the fact that he was even him as a fighter is a, is a novice fighter in comparison mm. to the the job he's been called to do. Exactly, he's a novice. It's three yeah, fight novice. Exactly, yeah? yeah. And now to get that, it's remarkable. I'm very obviously. I'm, 
I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of my other fighter who's also there, mm. Jordan Jordan Thompson, to yeah. also be called into that situation. Yeah. He's had 11 pro fights. Mm. He's won them all. Um, he's been also called into that. Again, I didn't make that call. I was yeah. one, one who recommended that the the people who are scouting for mm -hmm. Fury yeah. obviously scouted and my yeah, son cool. happened to be one of the people there, boxes they chose to and it feels privileged yeah, to, to be in that. Must be very that experience. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just such a healthy time for the heavyweight division at the moment. I think yeah, Fury, because yeah. he's employed such top young prospects, mm. top young men, like said David Adelaide as well, another oh, good fighter. Uh, absolutely, That's, yeah, you know, exactly. Another unbeaten fighter. He's fight only off. had one, one, one fight. Exactly. Yeah. And so again, to, for him to, to 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 be in that camp, and what they will learn from that, not necessarily how to box, but what a champion what what does it look like what does it feel like to in mm. and fury is an extraordinary champion mm. um to be in that camp you know so what they will they will all oh, every from david and george and uh, jordan jordan they're going to grow in stature mm. mentality yeah what they'll bring back i'm looking forward to them coming back and carrying work and doing what we're doing definitely so guys, this we're going to quickly open the lines. I can see we've got a couple of callers and we've also got a main caller in the studio. Um, but we're going out to 041. <laughs> 041. The floor is yours. Oh, and I dropped my own phone. Hello? Hello? Hi there. 041? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that William? 100%, my brother. How are you doing, yes, sir? What's going on, brother? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, listen, man. Very, very educative. Very, very interesting um, comments from 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 the floor. I, I, it's, it's been very, very interesting li listening to all that, right? Yeah. But I, I, I only have, have a few minutes, so I just wanna. I, I, I just got one grab on my chest that I just wanna release out there. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, boxing doesn't promote violence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're asking or you telling? Oh, me? boxing. Not violence but at the moment I'm really really not not happy with um, uh, AJ's thoughts about trying to go and fight in the space stadium I don't know what, what you think about it but I think it's gonna and boy it's gonna promote violence in North, North London boy you know I don't know what but he should not go and fight in the Tottenham stadium spaceship stadium all right, so okay. if you can put some feelings out there, he is going to be promoting violence, my brother. Are we hear you we don't want to hear. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Apart that... from that, we Thank you, man. Appreciate the call. And did you want to switch? So... All right. Hello. No, 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 Bye. Always, but... 985, Mr. Appiah, how you doing, sir? Mr. Motivation. Yes. Are you... How are we doing? We're doing well, sir. How, how are we doing? doing? What's on your What's mind? On? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, big up, everybody. Um, big up, Don Charles. Um, Thank to you. I think there. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, so uh, just wanted to um, talk about, you know, Kid Galahad, he got the wing, didn't he, over the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you impressed with that performance? Yeah. Um, well, I didn't actually see it, so I wanted to ask you, how did he perform? Uh, uh, what, uh, what did you guys think of him? Fairly conclusive. And, uh, yeah. and moving forward, are you looking forward to seeing him come up against Josh Warrington maybe in a rematch? Um, you know, Galahad, he's always been a bit hit and miss with me, man, especially because sometimes I felt his behaviour out the ring always kind of gave that opinion of him um, in general and kind of took us away from seeing how well he can box. But 
I think he can do a job. I think he's good. He's, he's ring craftsmanships. I think he's up there. Um, I'm alright thinking he's still trained by Dominic Ingle. He's still being yeah, trained. Still by, yeah, so, guys, yeah. you know, he's, he's still in that stable and they're all kind of hungry because they've all got something to prove. You've got Kid Gallagher trying to get somewhere. You've got Brooke trying to get that, that last big payday and get himself and really solidify himself in history. You've got Billy Joe um, in there as well. So, Billy Hutchinson. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. So, he did what he had to do. I think all those boys represented for the Ingle and Sheffield. So, big up to them. And Daniel, quick question for you, though. Um, we saw the Dubois versus Joyce um, press conference last week. What's your thoughts on that fight as a heavyweight clash? Well, well, that's an absolute fucking cracker, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, um, well, uh, yeah, listen, and that's, what we, and, that, and, that's what we, and that's what we want. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to go for the, the, the boy, the boy. The boy. I'm going to go for the boy. I yeah. think um, he's got the youth there, and I think, I think he does a number on um, Joyce. I think he does a number on Joyce, to be honest with you. I think okay. he'll stop him. Um, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, looking forward to that. Perfect. Looking forward to that, fellas. Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. Me too. Do you know what I was actually thinking, though? I was actually thinking... Um, I was actually thinking that's not really... From Joe Joyce's perspective and mm. Sam... I was thinking, Sam Joyce, why, why are you putting him in there for? He doesn't need, he doesn't need Dubois. Yeah. You're, you're an Olympian. Should have yeah. been a gold medalist. Why, why do you need to prove yourself against Triple D? He's trying to, he's trying to piggyback off your name. Mm. But clearly the money, yeah. the money must have been good, man. That's what yeah. I was thinking. It must yeah, have been yeah, yeah, the money yeah, must, must have been good, man. Well, I, I believe it's uh, pay-per-view. Yes, yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah, pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. You pay for that, Daniel? You pay, doing that pay per view job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. If I'm, if I'm about, yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay for it. You know, good man. I'll pay for it. Why not? Why not? So, Daniel, listen. Thank you for the call again. We're going to move on to the next caller. Um, I appreciate the support yeah, as always. Big up, Mr. Appiah. Yeah. Take care. All the best, Daniel. Cheers, thanks. Uh, four eight eight. Four eight eight. The floor is yours. Hello. Hi, Kojo. Hi. Hi, Kojo. Hi, guys. It's Dave Johan from the Boxing Voice. You hey, okay? Not too bad. Thanks. Hello, so, are you good? Hey, then, buddy. You good? What's on your mind? Question yeah, or statement? Uh, just a quick one uh, regarding the Cal Brook uh, fight. Um, I think it was a good performance. I think he, he's back after a 14-month layoff. Like Seaman with, uh, with Liam Smith, mm-hmm. which was uh, absolutely great. The whole card, because I was there, it was a... It was a decent card. Terry Harper winning the WBC women's title as well. Big up. Um, spoke to Eddie Hearn. If it's if it hasn't actually been announced already, but it looks like it will be uh, White versus Povetkin as well in the UK. Mm-hmm. So that so that will be another great fight for us in, 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 on home soil. Um, but I'm just waiting for that big one. To be fair, Wilder versus Fury. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're almost now on the verge of that. Mm. What what are your thoughts on the, the, the weekend's boxing? I suppose most importantly, what's yeah. what's your prediction for that fight? Um, I was going to say, yeah, give us your yeah. thoughts, uh, and then we're going to hand off to Don, and then I'll Yeah, yeah, I, I think that um, it's going to be. I'm, I'm going to say, you know, my gut's telling me Fury points. To be fair, um, but as Michael Buffer said, that uh, you know, John Tewad is like a, a third world country with a nuclear nuclear <laughs> weapon. Um, um, it's a dangerous statement, and he could make it lights out. To be fair, you know. So, yeah, we'll see what happens on uh, on February twenty second. Good. I'm going to hand that to Don. Don, what's your thoughts on the Wilder Fury Clash rematch? Um, yeah, prediction for. Uh, for well, yeah, yeah. 
it very obviously it's a very mouth-watering um, um, fight um, we all saw what happened in the first fight um, when it comes to boxing the art of it fury hit and not get hit if you hit minimize how many times you get hit fury is a master of that's proven it time and time and time and um, both fighters are going to come in they've already had f a feel of each other very yeah. important yeah. they both know what they left that ring feeling Fury was put over twice so he tasted what the power that uh, uh, Wilder brings and Wilder now knows how hard it is to pin him pinging with a, uh, a punch uh, that um, that uh, you know Fury won the first encounter the two knockdowns gives uh, that's why we're, it was inconclusive in the sense that gave the opening for us for a rematch mm -hmm. so in the second fight um, I believe um, I'm not at liberty to elaborate anymore because I have a, a vested interest in the sense that my son yes. is there. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I know certain we things. We're no, So yes, I yeah. am not at liberty to say anymore that um, um, my, regardless of my son being in there involved, um, my prediction would have been a fury win because I believe he's going to negate his way not to be not to uh, get hit with a clean shot that will uh, 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 we know the power that uh, Wilder possesses um, and he proved how he could dazzle him with punch and fury I've trained somebody to fight fury twice and every game plan we came up with he's able to rip it up yeah. and throw it back at you yeah. and he's got that ability um, and I believe that's what's going to happen where he's very versatile. He can adjust, he can adapt during fights. 100%. Yeah, Tyson yeah. Fury. Again, his IQ is sick. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 This, this, this much I will say, yeah. inside information, yeah. my son said to me, my son George said to me, Dad, the guy's like a chameleon. Dad, one thing George is very good at doing. Mm. He will spar with you. This is my son. Yeah. He will read you. He'll read your pattern. Yeah. Once he's got your pattern, yeah. you're finished. Yeah. He thought he read Fury. Yeah. Fury is like he told me the word he used is a chameleon. He yeah. said it's like a chameleon. He changes. He changes. Wow. If yeah. it's in the movie Predator, the yes. first one, the yes. first one, when he that's what you're dealing jump. with. Yeah. That's what you're dealing with. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's intense. You hear and that live, exclusive or rap, you know? No one else. I'm going to go back to Dave. Dave, um, yeah. yeah so. If it's in the first Predator, yeah. Yeah, then I don't need to say anymore. Mm. He said to me, it's like a chameleon dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's we'll a chameleon. Like that. we'll yeah. love that. That's good. Dave, listen, thank you for the call again. Um, any question before we go? Um, and we'll answer it and then put you on. Put you on. Uh, no, I mean, uh, just, a, just a quick one, guys. I mean, Brooke, 14 month layoff. The Khan fight, Eddie Hearn said that that's more or less dead in the water, yeah, and they're bored of that. What are you? Who would you like to see him fight next? Um, Cal Brook. I think for me it has to be Smith. Smith yeah. yeah, I think Smith is the probably most most competitive. Um, British. Yeah, British. Maybe Liam Williams, but with, does Kelbrook think he's a bigger name than Liam Williams? Probably. They're the same um, camp, aren't they? So. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there you go. So that's so not going to happen. Definitely not going to happen. Yeah, so, so for me, Liam Smith is really the only name. 
I wasn't even that no, excited to see him on the weekend. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's just like they kind of both had their they both had their time. Do you know what's yeah. interesting? Both of them need each other. Mm, yeah. You know, he's going after one big foot. Mm. Brooks kind of caught himself into mm. the name of um, Khan, 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 yeah. and it's not it's not happening. Yeah. Khan does not respect you enough to yeah, share bread with you. Yeah, that's they're, they're too embedded it's in no, each other. Exactly. They just need to divert. I think the, the perfect fight. If I was to answer that question, I, I would say. I'd like to see the herd fight. I think the herd fight's a good fight, but yeah. then it's like the politics and stuff Absolutely. involved. And I think yeah. because Smith has had has warranted that that WBO title shot and he's won the title, I think mm. give Brooke a chance. Why don't he fight Rosario? Mm. See what happens, and then maybe bring the the belt back to the UK and have an all domestic yeah. world mm, title fight. Sure. I mean, I think you're definitely right. You wouldn't see. I think Smith and Brooke deserves to be for something, right? So you would want them to have some type of trinket at sure. the end. Definitely. But yeah, I think it could it could get made. Um, but I don't see. Brooke hanging with some of these guys at 154. Some of them. Rosario's a killer. There was. Um, I was listening to one of his coaches speak, and he was saying this. And this guy well, punches. Charlo as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He doesn't so want he punches that. like a light heavyweight. So, but listen, um, Dev, thank you very much for the call. We're going to move thank on you, um, to last uh, segment. Nice. It's going to be heavyweight guys. We're going to be talk, discussing the heavyweight scene. Obviously, uh, we've got Mr. Don Charles with, in, with us in the studio. So, Uncle Don. Yes, Uncle, yes. Exactly. <laughs> heavy duty. <laughs> heavy duty. Respect. <laughs> It's true, it's true, it's true. My bad. We're, um, we're nicking Frank Warren bills now. We're, good. we're calling it heavy duty. <laughs> so listen, guys. Um, obviously, last we spoke about last week, we saw the press conference for Dubois versus Joyce. We spoke about your son in camp for the um, Wilder Fury rematch. Then there's talk of uh, Dillian White. Um, even Chisora should be looking to fight again. The heavyweight scene is, is busy. Vibrant. Right? Vibrant, right? Yeah. Um, Golden. I, before we kind of dissect that, I do want to start about Wilder Fury Clash, and I want to start with you, Uncle, um, mm. to get your thoughts on that fight, how you see, if not the fight playing out, obviously where you think the winner, uh, who will be the WBC winner at the end of that night? Okay. Um, I think what uh, Don said about, or what George actually said uh, about um, Tyson Fury is very, very pertinent. Mm -hmm. uh, the word chameleon. You see, because, you know, the guy can box Southpaw, Orthodox. He, can, I mean, I, I haven't seen another heavyweight for a long time who does the things he does. Yeah. He bends at the waist. Yeah. He, he uses the shoulder roll. Mm. Yeah. You know, he's got a very high boxing IQ. Yeah. And you know what? I think he's going to be sharper. I think Wilder is going to be better than the last time. But I yes. definitely do think yeah. Tyson Fury will be better. Mm -hmm. And um, if you've asked me my prediction. You went there, so I have to <laughs> give it to you. As as we know, Wilder's grandmother told him, I've been anointed by God. <laughs> <laughs> but baby, you might be anointed by God, but you're facing the Gypsy King. <laughs> and my prediction, I've said it before and I'll say it again, for me, the winner of this fight is uh, Luke Tyson... Fury, the yeah. Gypsy King. Good man. Wow. Um, wow. You know, we've done, we've been there against Chizora twice. Yeah. Mm. Um, any game plan you Any game plan. Yeah. You know, will rip it up. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. And if you think about it, you know, look at Chizora. You've all seen Chizora fight. Mm. He's won fights, he's lost fights. Mm. But have you seen anybody totally yeah. nullify yeah. Derek the way Tyson Fury did? Yeah. No. 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 And no. I think that's, to hear you say that, and I, um, I thought, one, it's honest, um, 
But how was it after the first fight? That was the first Fury Chisora was my first introduction to Tyson Fury. That was our first yeah. loss, right? And I was actually I was like, Chisora's gonna beat this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Chisora's a bad man. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I was watching the fight, like yeah. I am honest, even if like I try not to let the emotion work with the brain, um, but I was like, shit, this guy's good. So Very going into the rematch, what was your game plan or what were you thinking you could do to get to him? And like when obviously the fight happened, you saw it, it didn't work. But what was it going into sure. that rematch? Okay, a little bit of uh, insight. Yeah. The first fight, Chisora shouldn't have been in the boxing ring. Okay. Oh, wow. First wow. fight. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't have been anywhere near a boxing ring. But nevertheless, he was in a boxing ring. I learned, um, you call it naive yeah. as a coach. Is there anything you, you can expand you, on? Um, not necessarily, nothing to do with technical ability, nothing. Yeah. Just other things. Shouldn't have been in a boxing ring. As a coach, um, I did say no, you're mm. not fighting, but I was overruled. Mm. Um, I won't elaborate on that. Um, and knowing what I know now, I should have stood firmly, capital N-O, you're not fighting. Mm. If you fast forward to now, now I know, when yeah. I say no, no means no. Yeah. Mm. Right, so it shouldn't have, that was our first loss. Yeah. That was Chisora's first loss as a, fight, a professional fighter. I'm um, coming into the second fight, I've never been so confident because that's sore enough. Mm. We can beat this guy. Yeah, mm. we can beat this guy. And um, be, bearing in mind, like I said, Derek shouldn't have been in that ring. First time. And he, he gave put it. Remember, he wasn't beaten, so we don't know how to lose. Yes. So he, that, he's like thinking, this guy can't beat me, even yes. during the fight. Yeah. In the corner, I was talking to him. I said, come on, this this yes. guy, I won't repeat the things I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, um, Channel 5 days. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we lost our titles yeah. and da 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 da. Going into the second fight, it was a big fight, it was an eliminator. The winner was going to go to fight Vladimir. Mm -hmm. Vladimir, who avoided us. Yes. We went to Germany and tra uh, that's another subject. Mm -hmm. He avoided Chisora. Vladimir Klitschko avoided Chisora. And the yes. great late Emmanuel Stewart, mm -hmm. seven weeks prior to him passing away, leaving us Ghost Races. So, he told me on the telephone, mm. he pulled Vladimir out of that fight. Wow. Three days before, we were in Germany ready to fight. Three yeah. days before the fight, he pulled, he said, your guy, was, when we saw him in the, in the, in the flesh, and yeah. the public workout, he was it's all wrong big, for my guy. He's yeah. a big guy, man. He says, it was yeah, all wrong, wrong for my guy, guy statistically. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. going into the Fury fight, we desire, devised a game plan that I believe that would work. Mm. Oh. And... Our man tore it up, yeah. Mm. I, I, when you coach the level of coaching that have a better insight, understanding, your mind starts to work that, like that of a detective who catches criminals, crooks. <laughs> <laughs> when you go, no, when you, yeah, seriously, when that's how you operate. When you lie in your bed, yeah, like that. visions comes to you. I'm thinking to myself, right, what? would I do if I was Fury? How do I beat this guy? How do I devise this mm. uh, thing? And it came to me, vision. I said, I woke up like a madman. I called Derek like 3 a.m. in the morning because he mm. does that to me as well. Sometimes he can't sleep. He'll call me and say, I can't sleep. I said, right, put your shoes on. I'll drive around. We'll go for a run. That's what you do, yeah? 3 a.m. in the morning. So it's you that gets the inspiration for running around yeah. London he, and that. Yeah, when he... Yeah. There is a good runner for a heavyweight. He runs yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He'll call me sometimes, middle of the night, I can't sleep. I said, mm. all right, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'll mm. get in my car, drive. He runs, I drive. Mm. Yeah? <laughs> and um, so it was my turn now. It came to me like a vision. I called him 
three o'clock in the morning, I said, Derek, I've got it. He goes, what? Got what? I said, I know what this dude is going to do. Mm. He came to me, I know what he's going to do in your fight, yeah. the second fight. I said, oh, what's that? He said, I said to him, he's gonna, he's gonna box you south, Paul. Mm. Just came to me. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, remember, I'm a detective. Yes. I'm gonna yeah, catch yeah. the crook. Yeah. He said, he's gonna box you south, Paul Derek. Mm. Mm. He wouldn't dare box me south, I'll knock him out. So I said, Derek, okay, fine. Phone goes down. So I had eight names on the list of personnel who I'm going to employ to be mm. able to prepare us for. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Within them, there were two South Poles yeah. within the eight yeah. to prepare Derek. Balance it up. All right. Okay. Derek looked at the list when we had our meeting. Mm, no, no. I don't want those two. No. I said, Derek, they're Southpaws. Remember what I said to you? This yeah. dude is going to box us Southpaw. No, no, I'm not paying them. Get them off the list. <laughs> right? Derek. That's so Derek, isn't it? Exactly. Remember, this is how boxing works. He's got to a level now. He's the paymaster, remember? Exactly. Mm. At that time, right? Mm. Yeah. He's the paymaster. So I'm not the one paying these sparring partners. Mm. The money comes out of Derek's pocket. Okay. The paymaster is not going to mm. pay. Scrub it out. But what I did do, I tricked him. Mm. One of the guys who was on that thing, he's a switch hitter. Mm. So as a trainer, I said to him, when you're going to spar Derek, do me a favor, switch. Yeah. Switch on mm. him. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Anyway, rest is history. On the night, the bell rings. Go and watch the five. Tyson comes out straight. straight south south, south, south ball. Ball. Yeah. Runs into the middle yeah. of the yeah. ring. And Bam. the thing is, he doesn't yeah. even pivot to no. go south ball. He no. just goes he straight just out. Straight, yeah. 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 And I won't go anymore mm. what happened. Yeah. Okay. There's so much more mm. that happened. Right. So, again, the vision was correct. Like mm. I said, you, you start to think, how do I catch this crook? How mm. do I trap this serial killer? Or yes. I won't say the other things crooks yeah. do. How do you... What's their next move going to be? That's you have to start thinking. Like you develop mm. this. I, when I became a coach, I didn't have that skill. 100%. You develop this thing, this skill of being able to suss. We use the word suss. Think two, mm. three Pre steps ahead. Predict, yes. premeditate, predict. Yeah. And um, so that was that. Um, so Fury, like I said, um, I was the, the coach who was able to have that foresight to think, okay, he's going to switch south. Because why did that come to me? He fought an Irishman called Martin Rogan. Yep. Mm. He boxed Martin Rogan for six rounds. That's the first time I saw him box as a southpaw. Mm. He was very good at doing it. I thought, mm. damn, this guy could he, he never turned up for the whole. And guess what? Stylistically, Rogan is almost similar yep. to Derek Chisora. Mm. So that's what led me to think, I got I'm it. I'm ask you why. Yeah, I got fight. it. Yeah. I got it. That's what he's going to do. He's going to fight us the same way he fought Martin Rogan. And guess mm. what? Rogan retired after six rounds. Yeah. <clears throat> Just couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a shutout. And mm. guess what? In the second fight with us, it was a shutout. Mm. Yeah. It was a shutout. Sample. Going to, and sorry, I don't want to let you guys also. Being that that was one of the few rematches Fury's had, you think it's being underplayed that actually he also has done 
very well in a rematch against a tough yeah, opponent at Absolutely. Derek is a pressure fighter. That's what I mean. Yeah, loves it. Vitaly Klitschko 12 rounds. Yes. And he won four rounds. Nobody yeah. wins rounds it's in sparring. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not in a competition against Vitaly Klitschko, yeah. who was knocking in. He'd had 43 fights prior to Derek fighting him. He had knocked out 40 out mm. of 43. Derek was the fourth person in his career to have gone he the distance went. with him and won four rounds in Germany. Yeah, mm. yeah. no thing. And even you yeah. look at his records. Though, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's an elephant in the narrative yeah. uh, for this fight. Mm. You know, it's um, wild a few years. Yeah, which is, you see, there's a school of thought which is being espoused, particularly mm. by the Americans, mm. that Wilder has got better. Mm since the first fight mm. so i checked when these things happen you can ask don i check mm. myself yeah. because one thing i tend to have is whether my prediction is right or not mm. i have something where i can simulate the style of fight yeah. if you give me two guys yes. what i think will happen yeah in terms of uh, visualizing, style visualizing it. it now so i, I went back and i looked to the last two fights mm. of Tyson Fury to see if I've missed something. Mm. And I came back actually more confident yeah. about my Fury prediction. Yeah. Because the first fight mm. against Dominic Brazil, mm. right, who's got very <coughs> poor defense, mm. and who's been shellacked by AJ. Yeah. And mm. In that first round, if you look at it, Brazil actually catches Wilder. Wilder. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, Clean. puts him As back. Yeah. Into it, yeah. Before Wilder comes and launches his haymaker <laughs> right hand and <laughs> catches <laughs> him right flush. Yeah. You know? Then the vict the Ortiz fight. Mm. Ortiz won all six rounds. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Even mm. more so than the first fight. Yeah, now people are trying to tell me that Wilder has improved. So where has he actually improved? People are making it sound as though if it was patient, mm. patient until he could trigger the right hand. Yeah. If he tries that against Tyson Fury, he be hitting fresh air. You know, it's not even, he can't he, allow he, himself he, to go no, so no, no, down. Not only yeah. would he be behind yeah. on points, he may get stopped yeah. no, because you, you don't, you do not give Fury. And I noticed something. Mm. What. Fury looks in better shape oh, yeah. physiologically. He's put on weight, to but he's actually like muscle. Yeah, and he's actually muscle. going to come in at a weight, I believe, where he's more comfortable, heavier, mm. and but he's going to retain his mobility. Yeah, of course. They've gone to a, uh, this Javan Emmanuel's yeah. nephew, yeah. a Kronk guy. Yeah. What are the Kronk guys known for? Yeah. Compact, punches, strong fighters, punches, punches yeah. Yeah. hooks. But you got to look at the fight. You got to look at. I watched the BT. Mm. Anyone who gets a chance, watch the BT um, Ben Davison breakdown with David Hay. Yeah. Mm. That really gave me an insight because yeah. it makes you take for granted. You know, everyone says because of how uh, Fury looks, he's not able to really get the power. But if you mm. saw the way he was moving and the way he was making it so hard for Wilder, getting frustrated oh, and then yeah, catching yeah. him with that left right, boom yeah. boom, all yeah. the time, yeah. catching him. Yes. And then Wilder was like, "Oh damn!" He knew he was in for it. Yeah. The only thing that I feel stopped him from getting to that was generally just the ring rust, mm -hmm. the, the the shape. He look at his father. What, his father was saying, "Look, Tyson was the only reason Tyson got through that fight was through self belief, yeah, yeah. self belief." Yeah. And I really I felt that yeah, when I, I watched like that. Fury self belief is not. Yeah, no, 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 it's <laughs> mad. <laughs> his book's even crazy yeah. as well. Like the self belief is there. Yeah, when you hear John Fury speak as well, oh, and you said something now, which you know, 
you know, I, I don't want to get too mysterious, but there was a word you used mm. about, you said, uh, crazy. Mm. Don, you've been close. The guy is... The guy is... Well, all, all fighters. All fighters have been crazy in the first place <laughs> yeah. to, uh, yeah. to, do, to, to, to do boxing, especially at that level. Um, so they all got some quirkiness about them. Mm. Fury definitely is an extraordinary character. Yeah. A very complex character. Yeah. And again, it's very like I said, the word is chameleon. Hundred mm. percent. I think with this this rematch, it's, if I'm to dissect Fury and the way like you touched on there, that that first wilder fight, he wasn't in terms of elite level. Sh like he wasn't in that elite shape where yeah, he'd been prepared for 12, 18, 14 rigorous weeks of of training. And now I think because he's had that, he's had the fights in between. Going into that into that rematch, you have to take into consideration how frustrated Wilder was getting in that first fight mm. when Fury was throwing a feint and he was making he was closing that distance just by merely looking at Wilder, mm. being able to feint and then draw draw Wilder in because you know Wilder's going to come around. He's going to come around with the cusping right hooks, uh, right um, backhands and try and uh, punch him down the middle. Mm. But Fury's going to be gone, gone like yeah. a, a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Literally, just remember what Mayweather said when Ben Davis. I'll never forget that after IFL and they all embraced each other because it was a great fight regardless mm -hmm. um, I remember Ben Davison was fuming inside he went to Floyd Mayweather and said who did you have win and Floyd was laughing like did you really gonna ask me that like you won <laughs> you won like what the heck because I remember even in the rounds he was like they, they put it on Floyd and Floyd was like listen Wilder's just looking for that one big shot right now and Fury's just literally bullying him and beating him and he's been out I, mean, I think when you talk about fights and you talk about styles but actually these two for me are like the icons of that one punch and the guy that can just take your style away and yeah, negate. Exactly. And you use the word negate. Mm. And I think Fury's actually very clever. So I wanted to ask you, Don, Uncle Don. I'm going to say Uncle Don because I've been disrespectful. Um, no. But in terms of Fury, um, how much does it take for a fighter to be able to make a three-minute round, three minute round turn into like a minute and a half just by his fainting, his fidgeting, clinching? Yeah, it's the art of it, like I said. It's the art of it. You know, um, There's so many um, elements that natural elements that mm. it brings and so much you can teach mm. and the other you can't teach it it's within yeah yeah there's only so much you can teach a student mm -hmm. that the other he brings in uh, to complete the 360 degrees um is within it's within him it's it's within him and yeah. it's, it's, it's an extraordinary individual and he's an extraordinary fighter yeah it's instilled in his blood he's a gypsy yeah, he fights for is. fights for his pride yeah. fights for his They're family Absolutely, they're, they're not, you know, travellers, gypsies, however you may address them. Yeah. Um, they see these kids are when I say from the minute they're born, they're not phased about fighting, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're exactly. not phased. Mm. And the, the fear element defeats a lot of people. The, yes. the word fight, yes, yeah. yeah. And I think the misconception, sorry to interrupt, but I think the misconception with the, the traveling community, and you've got a lot of elite level fighters like Willie Hutchinson, exactly. Traveller, oh, uh, Billy Johnson, Joe, Joe, yeah. Joe as well. The Jay misconception, Paul. I think, is yeah. the maliciousness that they people think of Abs these fighters. Absolutely, I think yeah. it's the self contentment that yeah. they're able to fight the way they do because they're mm. so mobile, they're so fluid with mm. their, their work. Do you think we're going to see, and just quickly on that, we're going to see more because again, Dennis McCann, again, very talented guy yeah. i think going back to what you're saying about that academy that teaching i feel like within the gypsy community if they focused on that they would really go leaps and bounds within I'm, the boxing world I'm, right i'm so glad as well the gypsy king tyson fury i'm so glad billy joe's the last of billy joe saunders right flying the flag for that mm. community because you know 
um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm black, yeah. I'm African, yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the perception, general perception, public, they looked down upon mm. the traveling communities, yes. and I think that's Just, very unfair. Yeah. yeah. yeah? Now, uh, the fact that the the uh, best boxer on the planet right now is Tyson Fury, mm. and Billy Joe Saunders, um, the fact is. Let them that you mentioned, yeah, mm-hmm. embrace this. Let them that use this to cement, yes, for the other young aspiring yes. travelers who are coming into boxing to yes. give them that because they weren't being taken serious in the past. Yeah. Oh, he's a traveler, yeah, oh, he's, yeah. Do you understand, know mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah, so I think this is an opportunity, yeah. The same thing I want to do for my people, mm. I, I said, black people. Mm. Black, because the most of the requests I get online is from my own people, black yeah. people, wanted to say, how did you get mm. into being mm. and having a voice? Yeah. So it's not just about boxing. This academy is gonna be about how to be. Yeah. Positivity, how mm. to be, mm. how you mustn't be out in the street causing problems, stabbing each other. Yeah. You, you, you can do it. Yes. I used to walk the streets. Mm. I was what we refer to as a tramp mm. in the seventies. Yeah. I was homeless. Wow. Mm. There's another story I haven't told. So if I couldn't do it, this boy here, African boy who came here when I was 14, yeah, he used to put uh, uh, plastic bags in my, I only had one pair of shoes, leather leather sole shoes, mm. so that the water wouldn't get into them. Yeah. I, so, yeah? so if I wow. can then do go through all that and not yeah. stab anybody, yes. not steal from anybody, yeah. and the next minute I'm on a world stage coaching, uh, 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 an athlete to and then which now gives me what I didn't know this is what I was going to end up doing with my life that's yeah. what I said earlier about destiny yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah I knew I was going to do something I didn't know what it was yeah, yeah I was doing business I'm an African man yeah. then my passion my I found my this then this vehicle God has given me vehicle being the profession that I'm doing which is now going to lead me to now do something I want to do to help my community uh-huh. to influence my community the kids mm-hmm. coming yeah. through then which eventually would then take me back to Africa to to do what Akon is currently doing yeah this I won't say what it is I want to 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 start mm. to do um agriculture things yeah. like that so the people are not begging and starving in Africa mm. be a yeah. flag bearer for the, the communities yeah. Yeah. yeah so people are not begging and starving in Africa it shouldn't be a land that's so full of mineral natural resources exactly. why are we starving yeah. why are we looking for handouts from the West yeah. we, have to, yeah. we have to become self-sufficient we have to become self-sufficient so we're not beggars mm. we're talented we're blessed mm. we have to recognize that and embrace it so this voice this vehicle mm. i've been put here for a purpose i didn't know yeah i didn't know the purpose i'm going to use the boxing thing to then aid me to have some kind of influence mm. and my son knows that anything happens to me where god says to me right you've done enough it's like a relay you hand the baton over he knows to complete he knows his obligation to complete what I, what I've started yeah. to do in Africa yes mm, yeah. no, I like yeah. that and I definitely want to get you back to talk more on that most most we've most had Richard Comey Duke Micah um, Isaac spoken Dogbo, about Isaac yeah, Dogbe yeah, then we looked yeah. to having conversations to try and get Nigerian fighters in and I'm definitely intrigued a lot of our fan base now is with not, West Africa some of the African now yeah, yeah, so, not yeah. about getting Nigerian fighters over here now I want yeah. to we spoke on, earlier on me and yeah. the lawyer here yeah. 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 we've spoken on the train on the way here um 
I'll say it here, it's yeah. first hand, you know. Yeah. Um, Exclusive. The whole point is to become self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. The whole point is to be, be on an even playing ground. The whole point is to be able to do shows in Africa, not fly fighters from Africa here to get exploited. Yeah, no. Yeah, 100%. That's got yes. to stop. That's got to stop, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm about. Yeah. Equality yeah. is yeah. the I, biggest. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just want to give you a good example, yes. because this is a, what... Um, Don is saying is a very important point. Mm. I remember as a young boy in the 70s in mm. Nigeria, mm. I think it was 1974 mm. or 75, I'm not sure which year, uh, a British fighter, Scottish fighter, Jim Watt, mm -hmm. fought mm. against a guy called Dilly Jonathan, a Nigerian who, I think he'd been African Boxing Union champion. Mm -hmm. So they were fighting for the Commonwealth title. They were both contenders. Yeah. Now, it was a good fight, but Jonathan um, won the fight. Mm. And in fact, my father mm. and my godfather were in the audience. I saw mm. it on TV as yeah. a young boy. Um, <coughs> what I never forget mm. is that some years later, mm. about three, two, three years later, Jim Watt mm. fought for the world title. Jim Watt, who lost the Commonwealth title fight against mm. Jonathan Daly lost the fight, mm. clearly. Yeah. Um, the fight was in Lagos, mm. in Nigeria. Those days you could get guys come over. Mm. Now, you now have a situation where Jim Worth did go on and win the world title. Mm. Daly Jonathan, a good fighter, he was a good mm. amateur, mm. he was a good professional. He never fought for the world title. Mm. On eventually, when he was a bit older, he got knocked out, yeah. you know, uh, by a, a guy from, I think, Trinidad and Tobago, whose name slips my mind. Now, the reason I bring that up mm -hmm. is this was a good fighter mm -hmm. who could have gone on to be a world title, but maybe we didn't have the platforms. No, we, we don't didn't have do the infrastructure. A, the infrastructure. We, we did have, not promote enough. Mm. A less gifted fighter, um, Jim Watt, who was a good fighter. Mm. We've all seen him. Yes. Fight. And he was a good champion until he ran into Alexis Agruello, mm. who stopped him. Yeah. Did win the world uh, title. Yeah. So the, the, the important point for me is that we want a situation whereby we maximise uh, our talents, you, you know, ages of Nigerian heritage. Mm. You have guys like Aiki Bibauchi, Efe Ajagba, Efe Ajagba, Samuel Peters. Sa yeah. Samuel Peters the won the Nigerian version. nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the interesting thing, <coughs> I don't know if you were aware of this, you know, in the Olympics, mm -hmm. um, the Sydney Olympics, um, Samuel Peter and Ajose no, were the two Nigerians yeah. there and were, were yeah. roommates. Now, the thing is, I can't honestly say that Peter was actually the most talented mm. of the Nigerian uh, boxers mm. we, we've had. You know, you've had guys like Ibebauchi, Ibe you've had guys like um, Kidaki Manifowoshi, mm. yeah. who tragically died in his world yeah. title yeah. Uh, yeah. fight. But you know what? When you have the infrastructure, yes. you know, you can just do those little things whereby you make it more of a level playing <laughs> field. You don't need to go to the other guy's mm. hometown. Yeah. I mean, I never forget that Azuma Nelson, to win the world title, had to go to San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yeah. 
and he had to knock out a great champion, yes. yeah. a three-time, yes. a three-division world champion yeah. in uh, Wilfredo Gomez. And even when he fought Jeff Fenich, he had to go to Australia twice yeah. to, to yeah. do that so fight. I'm saying they're well. exploiting these fighters. Yeah. And yeah. Just, just remember when we went to uh, O2 to watch Cheeseman Headline. Yes. And... Um, Cash, Felix Cash went yeah, on the full yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that Nigerian yeah, journeyman, yeah. and, and the thing is, his, his team knew what was going. They yeah. knew what was going. Even look at Dubois and, and Richard Latte. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, I think, yeah. especially with yeah. Dubois, we've seen it. I think, I do. It's just my own opinion. I feel locally, they've got a small mindset of getting common, getting them to the Commonwealth, Commonwealth level. Stage, yeah. Is mm. I feel that's the the be all. all there the is end no of more, these guys. Yeah. The preparation. There's no facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, this, listen, there's so much. I'm yes. sitting here, I'm, I feel sad. Yeah. I feel, right, this is partly what drives me. This is why I want to succeed um, in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. to then be able to be in a position to influence, not just influence, just to do something yeah. about it, and I will. Yeah, I think as well, this isn't just happening in Africa, this is mm. all around the world, this is within like, even the Eastern European yeah. periphery, you know, right. you see Yugoslavia before right. they collapse, before yeah. the, the whole USSR thing, mm. you see fighters now who are probably it's, the most elite fighters in the world, the, Uzbek, the Uzbekistans, yeah. the Kazakhstans, all these guys. Yeah, it's widespread. It's, widespread. It's, it's, yeah. it's widespread, but what I want to do, if I, again, I'm, you know, I, I'm not going to for one moment tell you, I've lived in England, I love living in England, mm. England gave me opportunities, England uh, gave me opportunities to be who I am, become who I am, so I will always, I'm indebted to England, but what I want to do is, you know, charity begins at home, mm. right, and I want to, I don't want to change the world, but I want to affect my people, my yeah. people, mm. I say black, black people, Africa, mm. in the sense that, um, I want to specifically do it for my people because they need to wake up. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. There we go. Yeah. Uncle Don Charles is now the boxing fella Kuti. <laughs> That's what we want. So I saw him play live so many times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we want. We want. No, but all jokes aside, that's no, what we talk about. That's legacy. Yeah, it's legacy. Especially we can make an impact to community. Last subject I do want to talk about um, is again it's heavyweight. Um, Dubois versus Joyce. Um, uh, one of the callers yourself said. Um, making this fight now seems strange. Obviously, you've got a, a bit of a relationship with Sam Jones. Um, what's your thoughts on Joyce taking this fight now and how do you see that fight playing out, if, if you want to give us your thoughts? The common denominator you said to me was the reason. The reason is called money. Paycheck must have been money, sweet. Yeah. Money. Um, so, therefore, um, it's when you look out, you have to wear up things, yeah? yeah. Frank Warren, the promoter, great promoter, legendary mm-hmm. promoter. Yeah. Big up. Um, exactly. he, he gave me my break, my opportunity, mm-hmm. because when I uh, give a little bit of background and I come forward yes, that's fine. To, that's uh, fine. to answering your question you asked yeah. me, yeah. He, I never forget, I'm not, I haven't got selective memory, I haven't got short memory, because mm-hmm. when I, uh, I wasn't Derek Chisora's first chief coach mm-hmm. when he turned professional. Mm-hmm. The person who worked with him as an amateur was a, a chap called John Oliver, okay. who also worked with AJ. The Finchley, dad, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, fin- yeah. Finchley. He's actually uncle. Spencer Oliver's uncle, John Oliver. He was Derek Chisora's trainer as an amateur for Finchley ABC. And when Derek turned professional, he was the head coach. Mm-hmm. I was his assistant. Okay. Yeah. 
for Derek Chisora's first two professional fights, he mm -hmm. was, if you go and watch it, he was in the corner for the first two. Mm -hmm. Then something happened where he, something happened in his personal life where he could no longer continue mm -hmm. to coach Derek. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I owe him because he handed the baton over to me. He goes mm -hmm. to me, I've seen you work. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who you are. I've seen yeah. what you can do. Yeah. You're good enough. He gave me the baton wow. and he gave him the black book. The black book means all the contacts mm. he had in terms of for, he loved Derek. He yeah. loved Derek. Yeah. Mm. All the contacts for sparring purposes. Mm. Yeah. It's a, to me, anything you need to know, because I, I was so naive, I was so yeah. green, I didn't know anybody about it. Right? He gave me that book, mm. Numbers and stuff. So yeah. I owe him John Oliver. I owe Frank Warren, because when I now went to Frank Warren, mm. remember I'm a novice trainer, yeah, new on the scene, mm. not hadn't trained anybody prior to that. Mm. Frank Warren could have easily, because he's, he's a promoter, he's an investment mm. into this ABA champion. He could have easily said, you know what? I'm gonna get Derek a trainer because I don't know you. Mm. He had every right to do that, but he mm. didn't. He um, backed me from day one, and I owe him for that. Because um, again, what I said earlier on to you, young man, about destiny—that yes. I was destined mm. to to be where I am today. Because Frank Warren could have easily said, "You know what? Don't know this guy. My investment is not mm. uh, not going to with it. I don't, you're, not, you're not tested. You're not trial." Yeah. He he believed in in um, in um, in. Um, to, yeah. to carry on and uh, produce for him. Yeah. Oh, we fell short, we never won a world title. That's my only disappointment with Derek Chisora. Right. Right. Fast forward to the question you asked me. Right, legendary promo, pro, promoter Frank Warren. I know how he operates, I know how he works. Yeah. Right, you know, boxing is a business, yeah. right? He's invested heavily in the young man of Daniel Dubois. Mm. Someone like Daniel Dubois, Daniel was brought to me at the age of 17. Oh, wow. He sparred wow. Derek Chisora. Mm. Yeah, I saw enough, and I was asked to become his trainer mm. by his father. Okay, I declined. Yeah, yeah. I said, he's young. Mm. I've done this before. Yeah, from my experience, let him carry on doing the amateur thing. Yeah, and let him come, and I'll oversee. Yeah, what his his development. Cool. I'll monitor him, his mm -hmm. progress, his progression, and. The father obviously had other agendas. Mm. Next minute I know my dear brother friend Tunde Ajayi called me, said, Don, I've just been given this headway, I'm training the young man, blah blah blah. Before he could finish his sentence, I said, His name is his name Daniel. I said, yeah. How do you know that? I said, Because I've been asked to train. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. I said, I, I can imagine the way they yeah. said that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I know he's very good, T. Yeah, but da, da, da. anyway, current is short. I can't go into details what happened with him, what, uh, the relationship with the Tunde, why that terminated. And before I knew it, the kid is turning professional. Mm. I said, no, 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 the kid should carry on, because that kid was good enough in the amateur scene to go and, and do what AJ did, win, win gold. Definitely, yeah. Rio, we see it. Yeah. And, and, and then come back, mm -hmm. and right? But in my opinion, he turned professional too premature, mm. in my opinion. 100%. Yeah. Opinion. And I think that would be demonstrated, that would be evident, mm. evidence, when he fights Joe the Joyce, place, yeah. right? Going back to that, yeah. like I said, the kid is special, Daniel mm. Dubois, he's special. At his age, what he's achieved at his age, mm. yeah? yeah? Okay, remarkable, remarkable, yeah. remarkable special fighter, yeah. right? Then you now, suddenly, he's fighting Joe Joyce. An experienced campaign. Juggernaut. Right, <laughs> right. Now, where do I start with Joe Joyce? Right, 
I will start from first-hand experience. When they said his first professional... By the way, he was a, he's a gold medalist. He got robbed in that. Yeah, I said that. Right? I said got yeah. robbed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. When he now... And he campaigned in the WSB the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the yeah. yeah. boxing. He yeah. campaigned yeah. in that. It was very yeah. successful. Yeah, Yusek yeah. beat him at split. Yes. Yes. They were both... It was a good fight. Good yeah. fight. He beat Hjogovic. Yeah. He beat... Hugovic. We know as a not as the animal, yeah, he yeah. beat Hogovic, yeah? yeah. Right. Now this guy's a Commonwealth gold medalist. European ABA, ABA, triple ABA champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um the only reason he never went to the 2012 because AJ gate crashed the scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. He gate crashed the scene. Screwed him up. He's gate crashed the scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Joe missed that and thing. Mm. Right. Now when he was, they elected to fight a guy who had trained for his debut, the guy Lewis. in the name of Ian Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I'm a smart guy, I, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Very smart. We know. I don't drink alcohol. It's by I merit. Take, I don't take drugs, so yeah. my, my, I'm always sober. Mm -hmm. Now, when I got the call that we're going to, be fighting Joe Joyce. They they called. They wanted to fight Ian Lewis yeah. for his pro debut. I thought, am I missing something here? Yeah. Am I missing something here? Mm -hmm. David here for all his sins. I went up to David. Sins against me. Mm, yeah. yeah. I went up to him in the press conference. I said, David, you know what? For all our differences, if you pull this off, mm. I will salute you. I will mm. bow to you because mm. I think you've made a Damn bad mistake. He said, yeah. Donnie, no, you know he's got that good look. So. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that chisel is your life. Yeah, he goes, you know, Donnie, no, mm. I know, I know what you're, you know, frantically talking now. Like, yeah. Quite charged. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know, he's a puncher. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Right, do you know what? Again, as much as he's not my best friend, mm. David Hay, and mm. I have to salute him for that. And Sam Jones, now, Ian Lewison, I've trained a lot of people. Mm. I've trained AJ in the early days. I've trained Derek Chisora. I've trained a lot of heavyweights. Mm. I've trained a lot of... Yeah. Now, the power that man possesses, Ian Lewison, mm. Leomar, okay. his yeah. nickname's Leomar yeah. Lewison. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Okay, so, um, is that a guy who I, I, I regret everything for him. I regret mm. the fact that he, he was the disciplined individual in life yeah, mm. he would have been untouchable in the boxing ring. Mm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. I mean, if he was disciplined in yeah. life outside of boxing, mm. yes. hundred, right. hundred. Right. Okay. So now, the way Joe Joyce and his team, mm. Joe, Joe Joyce is the one in the ring, so yes. I have to give it to mm. him in the ring. The man in the ring. Mm. The way he, what else? For effortlessly, mm. for Ian Lawson, yeah. a renowned puncher, yeah. for your debut. Mm. I won't go into details all the things that mm. happened to us in that mm. fight, mm. but that's his debut. Yeah. He won. Exactly. We didn't even we didn't even share a round. We didn't come close to sharing a round. Mm. Boy, I had yeah, to I pull him out. Yeah. I pulled him out. I believe round ten. ten yeah. I pulled him out. Yeah, because yeah, I'd seen enough mm. dignity. I wanted him to finish on his feet. Mm. That's what I do. Yeah. People, Mark, Mark uh, Tibbs accused me once of being a, a 
compassionate coach. Damn right, I'm mm. compassionate. You're playing God in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Damn yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when I see God. a sign, yes. I know my fighters. Exactly. When I see a sign, a certain sign, exactly. I want to reserve it. I want, I want them. I want to pull them out. Yeah, yeah. and you'd want you the want same them. for your own son yeah, as well. Absolutely. Coach. absolutely. So, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So you and I, this goes out to yeah. all the coaches out there. Get to know your fighter. Mm. Get to know how he breathes, his breathing patterns. Mm. Get to see certain signals. Learn how he, if he farts, what he means. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. fighters right? are too tough. So, for you need to know them. So, you need yeah. to know when to pull them out. No, yeah. oh, no. Yeah? I, I will support that because yeah. um, when I first got into boxing, mm-hmm. um, your one of your coaching mentors, um, Joe Mensa, uh, coach Joe Mensa. Mm. One of the things he taught me about mm. boxing, you know, he says, Look, when you manage a fighter, mm. when you train a fighter, mm. it is very important mm. that you need to know. You need to, you as the coach, the manager, you need to know what the fighter can take. Mm-hmm. You need to know his limits better than the fighter. Yeah, himself, yeah. and his mentality, yeah. how he mm-hmm. takes. So, coming back to the question you asked me. So, um, so that was his debut, and I believe he won the Commonwealth title in his sixth or something. Yeah, yeah. stupid. Right? Exactly. British title in... Everything is short yeah. periods, very, very short. To date, period. how many fights has he had? Ten, 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 ten fights. Ten, is it more than ten a fights, fights, nine knockouts? The Boris had more fights yeah. than him, though. Yeah, perfect. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No, 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 no. It means something, but but let me finish my point. So he's only had ten fights. Right, let's look at his resume. Look at the personnel. That's what I was going to say. Brian Jennings, Devern. Personnel is put away. Joe Hanks in America. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. Good fighter. Ustinov. Okay. Well. These are all different styles and yes. characters. Yeah. yeah. So the way he's dissected them, the way he's put them away, yeah. right? He's very deceiving yeah. to the eye, Joe Joyce. He's not the prettiest to watch. His, <coughs> his style. Mm. Yeah? Gets it done. Though, it reminds yeah. me of that of George Foreman. Mm. It's the modern day George Foreman, yeah. in my opinion. The style he, he does. Mm. It wasn't very pretty to the eye. But when you break down what George Foreman used to do, <laughs> yeah? Get, get okay? Right. So Joe Joyce, in this fight... I think the fight's too early for Daniel Dubois. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah? Obviously, he's got the concussive uh, one-shot takeout. Mm. He has. Yes. Yeah, he's got the youth. Mm. He's got the fearless thing at the moment because he doesn't know how to lose. He doesn't know what hurt is. Yeah. Right? He brings all those elements. Fearless. Yes. Right? Now, Joe Joyce, like I said, um, why would he have this fight? Because he doesn't need to have this fight because uh, Daniel... Should he lose? Uh, he's got plenty of growth, yes. yeah, to come back yeah. to because of his youth. Yeah. Um, Joe Joyce, it's not the end of the road. Should he lose? No, it's not. Mm. Yeah. Um, but if you ask me to pick a winner for this fight all day long, Joe Joyce, mm. in every capacity, in every mm. de- the, the department, yeah. and also. People are purely the general public, and I don't blame them because you mm. can only judge by what you see. Yeah. What they see is Daniel knocking people out. Who yeah. has he been knocking out? Yeah, right. One second. These are all static targets, yeah. stationary targets. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. When the great late Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time, when Muhammad Ali fought a chap we know, Sonny Liston, he was brutalizing people. Mm. He was a 21 year old young man. Yeah. He told them, you can't hit what you can't see. <laughs> if Ali gave Sonny Liston a moving target. He wasn't able to nail him. Yeah. 
that's what he, he Ali became the puncher and stopped him. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Right. So when you look at the history of it, look at all the accounts of different things that's happened, then you start to draw your conclusion. Mm. The conclusion is my prediction. This is heavyweight boxing. Of course, Daniel can go out there in, in the early, early, early rounds, early rounds, and and hit Joe yes. and curtains. Mm. It's a heavyweight. Yeah, but. Still I doubt it. Yeah. But I thought yeah. you've got to look still for need yeah. the weapons, right? Mm. You still need the arsenal. Yeah. You still I need the Joe Joyce has got yeah. to have a poor game. He's got to be off his game. Give a puncher a stationary target, they will annihilate it, yeah. they will erase it. Mm. Give him a moving target, they will yeah. struggle. Yeah. Yeah. End of Wild Fury. You see, the thing about this is, I kept thinking, and Donna's explained it well. Mm. Why the hell are they making this fight now? Because there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, I can yeah, tell you why. Got, got, no, I don't understand the money, but mm. you're thinking, mm, of course, pressure. It's, it's, Joyce hasn't got any time. It's, 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 too, okay. it's too early. Okay. But, but mm. this is the thing. You've expanded on a lot of it eloquently, and I agree with you. My key issue, mm. I, 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 like, I want to be very clear about mm. this. There's a lot of things about, um, they call him Dangerous Daniel Dubois, mm, Triple D. Yeah. There's a lot about Daniel Dubois I like. Mm. I like his personality. Mm. I like the fact that Dubois is not trying to be friends with mm. anybody. Mm. He's all about, his focused, he's mm. all about business. I like the way he carries himself, the persona. But what I do think is, I do think... Dubois is going to be a very successful boxer. Mm. 100%. But I do believe he's going to lose this fight mm. it, because it's the wrong time. I think, he's, mm. you know, I think he's going to lose this fight. He's going to go back to the drawing board yeah. and improve. You know, it's not... I mean, far be it from me because, like I said, I have a lot of respect for Frank Warren. Mm. But I, I just do not, you know... He's, how old is he? Is he 21? He's like 21, 21, 21. Not even 21 yet, yeah, I don't yeah. think. Like 21, yeah. 21, yeah. It, it is. I mean, I look at... I've seen a lot of both of them mm. in their short pro career. Dubois has 13 fights. Mm -hmm. Joe Joyce has 10 fights. You can't compare the resumes. Look at all the people. In addition to the guys you've mentioned, there's Brett Jennings, mm. Steven. Mm. How, who, who the hell? <clears throat> how can a, a guy fight um, right. Lewison yeah. in his first professional yeah. fight? The only type of guy who can fight and beat an Ian Lewison in their first professional fight is a guy who's been a long-term quality amateur, amateur yeah. at the highest level. Because we've seen that with the and, 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 yeah, and, and he was in the WSB. Yeah. You know, on, 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 unless, I mean, even if Dubois was to win, which I don't think he will, mm. it will be doing him a disservice because mm. all he's going to do he's is put him sure. right into a title, he, shot, which yeah. is not Which is what, not ready. ready. Not ready. He needs to take yeah. his time. Mm. But then, do you know what? If Good luck, good luck to Dubois. If he gets yeah. through that fight, which oh, me personally... Oh, I'm, listen, yeah. I'm not here for... You're asking me. I will always yeah. be the truth. Mm. Yeah, truth. That's what we want. If you're going to crucify me... Crucify me right here. Oh, no, we, no, <laughs> no, no, that's no, that's no, the truth. The truth will always prevail. Yeah. yeah. No, like I said, it's course. a heavyweight. I'm not writing the kid off. No. Yeah. I'm not saying it's got the punching power to be able mm. to ice anybody. Yes. But the fact is, Adam Booth is a trainer mm. whom I rate highly. Yeah. Mm. yeah? 
Joe Joyce is a fighter. I've seen him firsthand. Mm. What he does doesn't look like attractive, mm. but very effective. Yeah. Mm. I think just to allude to that, I think with um, Joyce, he's even showed it and displayed that in the uh, World Series of Boxing. He doesn't exert energy. He doesn't need to exert energy where you feel like he's going to blow out after mm. seven, eight rounds. I think because he sustains that pressure and he's able to break down fighters with the mm. resume he's 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 had, I think this stands him in good stead against a Dubois, mm. a fresher, younger Dubois, mm. who Joyce probably isn't going to be fearing fearing him really because he's experienced that. He's fought a new He'll respect him. He'll respect him. him. He will, he'll respect the young man because he brings youth and fearlessness. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he'll respect all that. Um, but like I said, you know, he's... Do you think how many styles in, he's encountered over the years through his journey? Yeah, Never yeah, mind yeah. what we see on TV, the person inspiring. How many? St what style is it he hasn't? What is it he hasn't been in ring with punches? Yeah. Yes, he has. Yeah. And he's beaten them. Yeah. 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 Can you remember back in the day, in the... When was this? This must have been in the... Was it the late 80s? I think it was the late 80s. Um, there was a gym I used to use in King's Cross. Mm. Um, some of the professionals Kentish who, who, town, yeah. Yeah, who were there were guys like um, mm -hmm. the the great John Mugabe, the Beast, mm -hmm. um, Lloyd Honigan, the great Lloyd Honigan, mm -hmm. Michael Watson used mm -hmm. to be in that gym. You yeah. know, oh, Michael was a brilliant boxer. Yeah. When I saw Nigel Benz fights, <laughs> knocking everybody out, bowling everybody out, mm -hmm. they were both coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, Mickey Duff used to do this thing. When he had a good fighter, he'd just be increasing the level of competition yeah. steadily as she goes. Mm. You know, Watson was being exposed to good American fighters. Mm. Some of them were slightly down, but they mm. were good. Mm. It was just getting better. Mm. But of course, he was outpointing them, taking them the distance, <laughs> stopping them later on. Ben was bowling everybody out in the first, second round. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. Man. When they came to fight, Ben was a massive favourite. This knockout artist, mm. yeah. the British mm. Marvin Hagler, <laughs> so, so, or, or Mike Tyson. Mm. When they had the fight, oh my God. Yeah. I, I was the one, I was in university, I mm. predicted the Watson mm. win. Victory. People thought I was mad. Yeah. Everybody oh, thought. I, 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 I actually said, I said, I, I'm, I, in, he'll do him within six rounds. Mm. After round four, my cousin had come <laughs> to visit me in university. We were watching it with some other guys. I said, <laughs> it's done. Mm. <laughs> was, it, was it not a jab that It was a jab. It was a jab that, no, that, 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 that Yeah, you see. It was exhausted. So guys, listen, um, I was just looking at the time and like, wow, we've had Damn. a lot of fun and we've gone over our bar. But, um, but guys, listen, I just got to say thank you. Thank you for coming no, down. Thank thank you so much. Much. I'd love to have you here. As again. I know, I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just want to just want to say, you've got a load of books here and I felt you couldn't have met two more honest, genuine librarians of the sport. Oh, and, no, you know, legit. He's worded that in well. Um, from the heart. But so speaking guys, the truth though, quickly, uncle. Yeah, this is your chance, yeah, to kind of say, look, what are the views? What's the pay-per-view numbers? Because me and Kojo are getting ready for our money, man. Oh, for yeah. Wilder. Yeah. And look, I, I want, let's get something yeah. right. I, honestly speaking, I'm a boxing man. Yeah. I love the sport. I want to lose this bet that okay. it will do more than 800,000. Yeah. I actually want to lose the, the bet. You know? Yeah. 
But there's something <clears throat> which tells me, and this is on ESPN mm. and Fox, uh, Fox, Fox News. Yeah. But the way it's all been promoted, hardly any press conferences they didn't do or tour. I mean, there's actually I been mean, a world. I, I'm world, thinking. Ab- yeah. I'm thinking about it. You see, <laughs> when AJ is fighting, mm. you, your neighbor knows about it. Mm. Even the the granny down the road knows about it. Mm. You know, people are coming from the north. I was speaking to an old school friend. Um, what's her name? Shirley. Mm. Her son and the husband were coming down from Yorkshire mm. to Wembley to watch AJ's fight against Povetkin. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you, you understand? Mm. So he does. But I don't know what it is. I don't. Maybe Wilder was not promoted well in the early. Yeah, he was still in our legend centres, wasn't he? Yeah, I would like yeah. it. <coughs> I, I would like to lose the bet. I would like them to do more than eight hundred thousand pay per view. So you're sticking with it, <coughs> but I don't see it. Mm. I mean, I'm just gonna say, yeah, I think don't. I think sometimes we, when we're in the UK, I think we focus on what we see, I think you've got to look at, especially last weekend, there was about nine adverts that went out during the Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, okay. And I would have no, said that... No, 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 I, I, saw, I saw that. them to but really get no, their I, I get that. Up. I, yes. I, I, I get think that. it will do well. I, I think it will do 600,000. Okay. Which is... It's, look, still good. It's, yeah. it's still good. But a fight of this magnitude, yeah. a fight of this magnitude should be doing... 1.5 million oh, yeah. pay per view buys, but, but Joshua's just about think. reaching them numbers. That yeah, yeah. come on, no, but wait, hold on, let's be clear. Joshua mm. against um, what's uh, Ruiz. Ruiz Jr., yeah, did 1.6 million pay per view buys in the UK, yeah, but in the UK. This is a fight in America, so yeah. it's the American pay per view number mm. that we're talking about. This oh no, we're talking global numbers. No, you can't do that because <laughs> Wait, it's, it's like, uh, like you know, only because it's the studio time. No, no, the guys are going to be you, in my you, ear. He's trying to win the bet by you, you using the UK. No, 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 only because okay. the studio. Yeah, and we're going to call it okay, next we week. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course. No, I, if we go back to the does over eight hundred thousand, I've lost the bet. Yeah, and we went back. I just think I just I think it will do six hundred thousand. We went back. But guys, listen for everyone that's been calling in, tuning in. Just want to say big thank you. Don't forget, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's Raps on TV. Our Facebook page is Raps on TV. And for all of the callers and the support, big up. Next week we're going to start our scoreboarding system. So guys are welcome to call in and give us your predictions. We'll make notes of it. Between the three of us, it's going to be very, very competitive. Um, But I just want to say again, thank you to everybody. um, And we are out. Enjoy the boxing this weekend featuring Caleb Plant over in Nashville. Take care, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get